Hi everyone, it's Mo, Janella, and Samantha, and we're here with another episode in Deeper Than Tech podcast. We're here to talk about how to grow your career in an industry that was not designed with us in mind. Learning a new skill might sound fun and exciting at first, but as time goes on, we all tend to lose a little bit of momentum. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how we can keep ourselves accountable while we accomplish our goals. We will be deep diving into this topic, but before we do that, if you're loving this podcast, we would truly appreciate it if you shared it with a coworker, if you go and review it and give us five stars or a thumbs up, show us some love. So we are talking about learning new skills. I remember in a past episode, we talked about learning new skill on the job and how you did that. With us all being in tech, we know it is kind of pivotal that we learn new skills on a consistent basis. So right now we have to put in new skills into our schedules with working. So what are we all working on right now for our new skills? What are you learning? Well, before I became a scrum master, I was doing UX. And then when I got the job as a scrum master, I've been fully scrumming. I've been getting certifications. And now I want to go back to UX because that's something that I really love. So it's almost like I want to focus on something I already know and feel like I'm good at it or almost great at it before I try something new. But keeping the new stuff in mind, right? Like machine learning, AI and all of that. But like really making sure that I'm solid in the stuff that I already know before I move on. So you can start designing NFTs and put them <laughs> online on your wall. <laughs> of course, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple or Spotify, make sure you come check out our YouTube channel so you can see these NFTs that Janella has on her wall. But yeah. So my new skill is trying to learn how to be an entrepreneur. Like how do you start a business? I have been working with products for a very long time. So now it's time for me to kind of expand my knowledge. Like last episode, we talked about a T-shaped approach where like you go in depth in like one direction, but you have a wide knowledge of everything. So I think I'm trying to get that more like that top layer of how to be an entrepreneur. What about you, Mo? What are you learning? My new skills is how can I multitask to where I can watch my TV shows, <laughs> do my work, and cook a quesadilla at the same time. That's all I'm trying to do. I know that's, that's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I am, since I'm a developer, I learned recently that I do a lot more software support where if there's a bug or an issue, I'll go and deep dive in it, but I realize I don't fully code. So I've kind of atrophied in some of those skills. So now I'm going to take on a 30 days in JavaScript challenge. So 30 projects in 30 days, I mean, maybe that could be new content for me, but that's something I want to do just to make my skills come back up. So I feel like whenever you have to build portfolios or you throw yourself into projects, you are learning a new skill, but in a fun way, in a more practical way. I love that. Yeah. Project-based learning is so important. So we talked about how we're going to learn new skills, but how do you set those goals for that skill learning? I was so good at that before I got a job. <laughs> like, <laughs> when you're hungry, those goals come so easy. Man, talk about it. And that's the thing. We don't talk about that enough. Like when you get to the goal or the top one, it just kind of, but it's okay because you got to give yourself grace. You got to enjoy it. You got to get the fruits of your labor. But when it's time to get back out there, it's like, all right, go back to that hustle. So I think for me, like I love, having my notes on my phone but like I'm definitely a write down type of girl so I've been breaking things in quarters now and I, I feel like I've got that from like being in corporate because 
I wasn't even doing that at first, but now I'm like, okay, Q1, I'm going to do this. Q2, I'm going to do this. Q3. So I think, and being realistic. So still having these goals, but like being realistic with myself. Like, am I really going to do this in two months? You know what I mean? So breaking them down as to when and giving myself grace to say, okay, I can't complete that in two days. Like it's going to take time. I like how you still think in quarters. I know it's weird. I think in quarters as well, but like, cause I work in a company, but you do a very important thing is like a time bound goal. Cause if we don't time bound it, it's going to last forever. We as humans have this thing where we do things at the last moment. When we have a deadline, we're going to like work very hard to get it done. We can have three months to do it, but we're going to do it the day before to get it done. Give yourself small deadlines and timelines. It's very important. The timeline thing is my job because I'm a procrastinator. I'm like, I'm going to wait until you tell me I have two days to do it. And I'm going to try to do a whole year's work (laughs) in two days. (laughs) Which is the wrong answer. That is the wrong answer. So that leads me to the next question. Do you feel you have to master something in one sitting? Is it even possible to master something in one sitting? Is that even a possibility? It depends on how big it is, right? I think that I've learned to like give myself 15, 20 minutes. Like I would love to lose, you know, 100 pounds today. But like if I don't get that mindset of like, okay, this 30 minutes today, this 30 minutes tomorrow, you know, these small goals in between are what's going to make the bigger picture, then, you know, okay, okay. <laughs> I had to bring in my things. I forgot about this. So this yes. is one of my goal setting things, okay? So for me, if there's a task or a goal, like I want to learn something, but I know this is going to be so dry. And these tutorials out here, I love these tutorials. I love my tutorials on YouTube, but they can be so dry sometimes if you're just sitting there watching them. So I have it to where the 25 minutes, well, I have to sit there and watch it. So this is my focus for 25 minutes. And then once that goes out, and I will watch it while I'm doing my work, once that's done, then I have the five minutes of break where I can go on YouTube and something else or whatever, and then go back and forth. I forget that I do this. I do it so often that it's like built into me when I don't want to do something because I'm a procrastinator at heart. I'm all about being a girly girl about everything. So to me, that's like a sexy way to do it. (laughs) Is it though? (laughs) the sand i mean come on like we don't do that anymore we just putting time yeah our home. so it's and it's like, golden black it goes in the yes. office mm-hmm. i love that yes i do love the physical hourglass but for the people who don't have those there are apps out there <laughs> but you can have a timer what what is it called okay. it starts with a p i forgot what it's called it's the put put yeah, so like, so the, look at the apple. There's like an apple. <laughs> it's like P O M A N D O or something Pomodoro. like that. Pomodoro. Pomodoro. Yes. Don't listen to me, girl. I'll mess you up. <laughs> I use a Better Focus app. It's like two or three dollars on Apple. Oh, I need to start doing that. I mean, I, I it's like I kind of just do it, but I, I would love for something to help me do it because. I am that person. It's like, I need to finish it before I move on. And so I kind of get caught in that area. I was looking it up. I need to, I need to finish it. I don't know if it's even like viewable from here. Uh, It's probably backwards. We can see a little, it's like an, it's like an apple. It's all I can see it. P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O. Do not know how to say that. uh, Pomodoro. 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 See, there you go. We figured it out. Pomodoro, Pomodoro technique is the one that I like to use the most. Fancy. So yeah, what were we saying? 
So after you do that, so we're talking about breaking it up in quarters, not being able to do it in one sitting. Okay, so when you do achieve something, doing your new skill learning, what's your reward system look like? Do you have one? I reward myself too much. (laughs) I'm the queen of treat yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you treat yourself? I go to Ulta. (laughs) Oh, okay. Get some makeup. Yeah, okay. I go to Ulta. I go to Lush. (laughs) Give me some bath bombs. But no, for real, I'll probably, I'll like get myself a meal because I, again, it's kind of a catch-22. I am in this, you know, weight loss slash lifestyle change. Like I'm just being more intentional about what I'm eating. And so I reward myself with other things. Or even if I do that, with just like going out to eat or having a drink or something like that and just saying, you know what? Like, it's life. Like, it's all about balance. So my treats are more so a reminder that it's, like, balance involved and not being just so spearheaded all the time. That could really take you off your goals like that if you just make yourself think that it's only got to be this way all the time. You get bored. You get a little mad. You have a reward system, Samantha? I don't have a reward system, but I guess if you do the Pomodoro technique, you're technically giving yourself a five-minute reward every single time you do something for 25 minutes. So that's like endorphins. Or it's dopamine, yes. I'm over here talking about Ulta and Lush, and y'all like five <laughs> minutes. Come on, give me something. Well, if you have a lot to do, you got you only get five minutes. But I'm not gonna lie, I flipped that five minute over a couple times. It becomes fifteen <laughs> minutes. It's happened, but I try to to stay to that. It's hard to give yourself a reward system. It's hard for me to reward myself in between. When I hit the big goal, like I finish like the whole course, then I can reward myself. Or I finish the whole project, then it's easier for me to reward myself. But in between, it's kind of hard to be like, mm, wh- what do I do? I think that's the thing, yeah. Like, that's where I go to Lush or Ulta is because the big thing. But I rarely even take note of my small wins in between. Like, that's not good. <laughs> I was going to say, what are some of the tips you do to make sure that you accomplish your goal? Besides reward systems, I guess reward systems are similar to it. Yeah, well, making sure we have time-bound goals is very important because otherwise, like we said, it's going to last forever. Also making sure they're small and achievable. Like we want to hit those small wins that Janella was talking about. That's something we want to do. And the to-do list, kind of like checking off. I was just about to say that. That's mine. Nothing else to see here. That's mine. To-do list. (laughs) And I love checking whether I'm like, you know, on my notebook or I got it on my notes where I, you know, make the check boxes. Uh Uh-huh. Well, mine was the bullet journal. That's why I love bullet journaling so much because it was like you do a bullet, a line, and then as you accomplish each little goal, just you get to click that off. So for me, having a bullet journal and being able to see some progress will help me be more motivated to accomplish my goal. Or having an accountability partner, you know, how you have your your gym wife or your gym bro with you. You know, you need somebody to keep you accountable. Same thing with skills. Do you have accountability partners? And if you do, how do you choose your best accountability partner? How do you choose one? I think it's just the community that you're in. Is like for me when I post things, I guess on Instagram, people are like, you should post more, you should post more, and that kind of keeps me going. I think can try to choose your accountability partner, but they kind of just fall in your lap sometimes. Like some people with the same type of goals will naturally come together. That's so true. That is so true. I would definitely have to say like the same in a sense, like at least when it comes to content, like my accountability partners are the people that are subbing. Like at some point when they start rushing to my email, like where you been? I'm like, okay, you know, that's what keeps me going. And then I think also just making sure that like, you know, we're, you know, the three of us are connected, but being even more connected in a way where we're like texting or talking or something, because 
I feel like I have more friends that are in the same position as I am online than I do in real life. And so like making sure you're building those connections so that they can be accountability partners is the key. You know what? It's a great accountability partner for me. Just like I said earlier, how I was going to do 30 JavaScript uh, projects in 30 days. Posting it. Social media will keep you accountable. <laughs> if you post on social media that I pledge to do this or follow my content because for the next month I'm going to do this, you kind of feel accountable to learn these skills so you can share them with your audience out there. So that's a good way. So we've talked about, you know, learning new skills, setting goals, breaking it into little pieces. Let's try to do that ourselves. So it's important to break your big goal into small steps, right? So let's practice breaking down a goal together. So I guess a simple one, especially for the people who are tuning in the podcast, what is a good way to break into tech? How would you break down that goal? So I guess first we would have to do is find like a, when do we want to break into tech? So like we need to give ourselves like a, a date. The time box. Yes. Yeah. Samantha's adamant about this timeline. She's not going to let this timeline go. I'm not going to let it go. You got to have it. I'm very robotic. Just like, yes, make sure you do things. Then you need to like break it down in smaller steps. So I guess my first step would be like, what type of tech job would I want? Like, so I could narrow it down to the company. The second thing I would say is making sure that you pick, I guess, what type of company you want to work for. Maybe would be a nice goal to have. So you can like kind of narrow down what to study. Do y'all have any other ideas of like what type of goals that we could break it down to? I would say, you know, what are the jobs that are already out there asking for? So studying that skills and qualifications area on those job postings so that you can know the keywords like Jira or Asana or Confluence or job, like just any of those small words that you don't know about to learn those. And I will say before we even go deeper, like I think about this in sprints. So as a scrum master, this is literally how I break down a lot of the calls that I have with folks who are trying to get into tech. I'm like, you know, what's the big goal? Well, what is that date? And then we work backwards in a way where it's like we're iterating literally. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a good way to learn scrum too, because you're doing it on yourself. So in those quarters, you know, like we talked about, and then maybe having those sprints of like, what are we doing for these two weeks? You know, and what does that outcome look like? Is it a cert? Is it, you know, you having a mentor? Is it you making sure your LinkedIn is up? You know, like, and those are key goals too, I think, smaller goals. I like the fact that you went backwards. Like you have the goal and you make steps backwards. For me, I go forward. So that was a cool way to break down some goals. Another way would be if it depends on what job you're looking for. So if you're looking for Scrum Master, so you know there's certifications that are involved, or you know there's some like re research that you have to do on those different uh, platforms or tools that are out there. But for software engineering, I think it's more of if you've never done software engineering before, like am I going to go to the traditional route? Do I want to go to college for four years or do I want to try to do a boot camp, or am I going to try to learn this on my own? Like, And then there comes in the timeline. You're talking about four years, six months, or whatever, it, how long it takes to do it on your own. So breaking it down that timeline is, is very thoughtful. But yeah, I do like that starting with a goal first and then backtracking, that makes more sense. Yeah. I also think that making research a goal, so also understanding like you don't have to have a tangible piece of paper to say that you hit the goal. I think that like that research or that grace that you give yourself to learn is a goal. And I don't think people when they're done or they feel sufficient that they feel like they achieved it. So like researching what Java even is and knowing what Java is by the end of the week 
is a goal. Now, have you worked in Java yet? Maybe not, but you know what it is. And is it on the front end? Is it in the back end? Or even learning what the software development life cycle is. Like, how small are we going back before we say, I want a job in tech? Like, do you know how we're creating projects and software? Like, you might want to even look at the life cycle and realize, like, how that's even being produced on the back end. But you still had a time-bound goal of learning Java in one week. <laughs> Love it. You <laughs> see how she's doing that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, a in one she week. Her brain is wired that way and the efficiency <laughs> way. It's that time box. <laughs> Every time you say these things, I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> it's good, but I'm just like they hypnotize me, y'all. Like they work. hypnotize. It feels like work. They got me. <laughs> the agile community has got me under wraps. So learning a new skill can be fun and rewarding, but it's important to not expect too much from yourself, so you can keep it going. It may be easier to learn a new skill with a friend. An accountability partner might be what you need. But it's important to break it down into bite-sized pieces so you will learn a new skill and a small, achievable goals. Thank you all for listening to another episode in Deeper Than Tech Podcast. We would love it if you would tag us on social media so we would know that you're actively listening. I mean, if you made it this far, you might as well let other people know about us, right? We love hearing your feedback, and we would love to get a review back from the Apple Podcast, if possible. So thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.